Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. If you're on a mission to be more frugal with both your time and money, you're in the right place. In this podcast, we talk about topics that help enhance living a frugal lifestyle. The goal is to save time and money where we can so that we can use the rest on what matters most to us. We talk a lot about both time and money management so that we can waste as little as possible on both. We do this while also embracing a progress over perfection mindset. If that sounds good to you, then please stick around for the latest episode right after a few quick words from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. Quick updates before I get into today's topic. So first, I just wanted to mention that I got a new rating and review on Apple Podcast. As you know, I really, really appreciate when you guys go out of your way and take the time to do that, especially written reviews, because I know it takes time and effort to go and do that. And um, it's just super, 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 super helpful to me in growing the show and getting it out to more people. So the review that I got was left by Pretty Delta 5, and it says, great tips and tricks. I have ADHD and her organization and tips and tricks on how to stay focused really helped me a lot. So thank you so, so much for leaving that review. It's really nice. It's so appreciated. And as a bonus, I was able to show this review to my son who also has ADHD and hardly ever takes my tips and tricks on how to stay focused and organized. So I really um, was able to to um, use that on him as well. I, I ran right to him and I was like, Thomas, Thomas, look at this review. See, you can maybe listen to me once in a while. But no, I mean, he actually does listen to me on some things, but I just thought it was, uh, I thought it was just funny. It was fun to show him and I really appreciate it. So thank you so much for leaving that review. Um, Also, other life things, um, we recently went to a flower festival in um, New Jersey where I live. It was at a farm called Holland Ridge, I think it was called Holland Ridge Farm. Um, It was a fall flower festival. I posted some pictures or at least maybe it might have just been one picture, but anyway, I posted a picture on Instagram. I think it posted to Facebook also, um, but it was just really fun. It was just a really nice day. Um, me and my two daughters went, and um, you just basically walk like through this giant farm with like rows and rows of all different kinds of flowers, and then they had food trucks at the end, and then um, then they had like vendors that sold like really cute products. So it was just like a really nice day. Oh, and they had rescue animals, which I always love too. And um, we got to walk and see those. So um, it was it was just a really fun day. It wound up being a beautiful day that day when we went, and it was a really nice time. And then what was funny is um, I don't know if any of you guys listen to Laura Vanderkam or if you've read any of her books. She's also a podcast host. She's like a famous podcast host. And um, I saw she had posted on Instagram that she was there that weekend too. I don't know if she was there the same day as me, but I, I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh my gosh, Laura Vanderkam was there too. And, um, you know, so it was just kind of neat. So anyway, so that's that. And then my loving lately, right now, as pretty much ever, has been for the last several years, 
um, as we get into the fall and winter season is I am loving my Viore joggers. Um, Viore is spelled V-U-O-R-I, just in case you're interested. They are super expensive. Um, I heard about them from the Lazy Genius a few years ago. She was kind of going through like some of her favorite things of the year. And she said how much she loved these. And I looked them up and I was like, I think at the time they were maybe like 70 or $75 or forget, I forget how much they were. I think they're like $90 now, at least the last time I saw them, they were $90. Um, but she said, you know, how amazing they were and how comfortable they were and whatever. So I looked them up and I was just like, yeah, I am not spending that much money on sweatpants. <laughs> but then I eventually wound up getting like money for my birthday and they had like a discount and whatever. And I think I wound up getting them for like $60 or whatever, which is still to me sounds like crazy for sweatpants. They're not sweatpants though. They're like, they're joggers. Like they're not like bulky pants. They're like nice and light and they fit nice and they're like stretchy and they're just so, so comfortable. So I had gotten myself, I wound up getting myself one pair with that when they had the, the sale and I had some money I got for my birthday and um, I love them. I pretty much live in them in the fall and winter and early spring until it's time to go back to like my shorts, um, but they are so comfortable. They fit so nice. Um, this is not a commercial. I actually did reach out to them to see if they would sponsor me because I really truly love them so much, but they were just like, yeah, no, <laughs> you have like nowhere near the amount of people um, listening to you and that you would need. And they're basically like, we would reach out to you if we wanted to sponsor you. But anyhow, so they're certainly not a sponsor, but they're just so comfortable and they look nice. Like you can wear them out. Like if you're just going out somewhere, um, cause they like, they fit nice. Like they don't just feel like you're wearing like sweatpants. They're just like super comfortable. They have pockets. I just, I love them. They're so soft. Um, I wound up getting my mom and my sister pairs over the years. And then I did get myself an, one other pair, but I got it on eBay. Uh, I got them on eBay used. So I got them for a lot less. Cause I just, by the time I went to look again, they had gone up to like $90 and I just, not that I wouldn't necessarily have been willing to spend that on a second pair because of how much I do use them and how well they hold up to washing and everything. Like I know they're going to last a really long time, but I just didn't really want to spend that much. And I was able to find um, a secondhand pair on eBay. But anyway, so it was just one of those things, the seasons change. And then I was like, yeah, I get to wear my Viore joggers again. So anyway, so those are my life updates. Okay. So let's get into today's episode topic, which is tips to simplify your digital life. So there are several ways that simplifying your digital life can help make your life better. It definitely can help you save time. It can reduce stress and it can definitely increase productivity. When your devices are decluttered and your organ and your files are organized it just makes life so much easier because you can find what you need when you need it and you don't have to get frustrated knowing that you have something stored digitally but you just can't remember where it is located and reducing that amount of time that you're going to spend searching for files um, that's going to allow you to have more time to do something that's more important also by getting rid of unnecessary apps and files, you can free up storage space on your devices, which can help them run faster and more efficiently. So that's just kind of an extra bonus too. And by implementing simple backup storage plans to make sure all of your files are backed up and protected, you don't have to worry about losing important information or sentimental photos. So one area that we can simplify in our digital life is digital photos. 
I really struggle with digital photo organization, mostly because I have not really yet found a great method of storing them and because I always fall behind on getting the photos off my phone to get them organized. Some of the best tips that I've seen indicate that you should organize your photo files by date by creating folders labeled with different years and subfolders with specific like dates or months. The photos that I have are currently kind of organized in that way, at least all of the ones that I have done so far. But for me, it is not my favorite way of storing photos because I feel like there's too much clicking involved to have to get to different photos that are in different folders. Like if you're just kind of, maybe you just want to find like some pictures of your kids with your pets or whatever, just like some certain type of photo that you're trying to find. You don't know like what year or month that's going to be in. And then, you know, I would go into like, um, say January of some year and then I'm like, okay, it's not in there. So then I go back, then I got to click on February of that year. And then I got to go back and then I got to click on say like April of that year. And I'm just clicking and clicking all around and it just really doesn't work for me. Um, so with so many photos, I just find it really difficult to manage them this way. So what I'm going to try, which I really truly think will work for me, is that I'm going to um, try to name all of the photos with the date first, um, a consistent date format. So it'll be like, um, say like 010523. So that way all of the photos will automatically sort in order and I'm gonna have them all in one photo folder. So I will go to one folder and it'll have all of the photos in there. They'll all be in date order because of the fact that they're all gonna start with that consistent date format. And then in the file name, my plan is to include very brief info, like say, Thomas and Caitlin, Disney, or Caitlin Haley, Beach. Just like very, very brief info so that if you were scrolling through the pictures, you wouldn't have to waste your time opening a picture of your kids at the beach if what you're looking for is a picture of um, graduation or something. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna, I, I feel like I'm gonna try that. I really think it will be helpful to me to do it that way, but I do also realize it's gonna be an enormous project. So my plan is going to be to try to just spend maybe five minutes, 15 minutes on a weekend and just gradually work on it a little bit at a time. And then I think that that will make my photo storage more manageable. And if I can get that in line, then hopefully maybe I can get in a routine of getting the, fo the photos actually off my phone and onto my computer. Um, I saw another tip, which I didn't fully understand because I'm not super technical, um, but it said that what you can do is add metadata to your photos, such as location, event, or keywords um, to help you search for them and sort them later. I didn't get the impression that it meant like in the file name. I thought it was somehow like added to the file, but maybe that's something that could help you. I just wanted to share it. I'm not familiar with what exactly that means or how to do it, but I thought it was used it would be useful to share that just in case it's something that makes sense to you. Um, but you know, saving um, space for the amount of photos that you that are that you have um, is is um, important too. Sorry, <laughs> I couldn't think through what my thought was. Um, with deleting the photos, deleting photos, getting in the habit of deleting photos that are taking up storage that you really don't need is really important. Um, you know, you get those like blurry photos you'll take like several photos that are like almost exactly the same just pick the best one and delete the rest 
um, regularly deleting those screenshots that you take or sent something to someone and then they're just left on your phone. You don't have no other need for, th for them except for that one time that you used it for something. Just regularly deleting any of those bad photos or duplicate photos or screenshots that can really help um, too because even for especially once you are going to download those onto your computer if that's how you ultimately store them you don't want to waste time like having to save five copies of essentially the same photo so just kind of getting into a habit of that can definitely simplify um, you know sorting through the photos when you want to look at them and also even just the process of saving them as far as desktop or laptop organization, um, so I don't have a Mac, um, so the way I organize my computer is based on Windows operating system, but I would imagine that a Mac would have a similar function um, in that my favorite um, tip for keeping my laptop organized is by having my frequently used programs pinned so that I can just easily open them quickly. So like on my computer, I have um, Excel, I have OneNote, I have QuickBooks, I ha or not QuickBooks, I use Quicken now, um, I have all of those programs that I use like almost on a daily basis on the, the, um, start button in like the, I don't know, there's a little area where you can have programs pinned. So I'm not wasting any time opening the program. I also do have them at the bottom of the like ribbon on the bottom, but I just find it easy to, to just have them right in that like pinned screen. So that, that really helps as well as doing the same with files. So like, um, if there's certain files that I use regularly in Word or Excel, I keep them pinned so that I can just go in there and open quickly and I don't have to be like file, open, blah, 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 wherever the folder is that the file is located in. It's just right there. Click on it, open it, and do what I have to do. And then I also do like to create folders by year for financial information. Um, unlike with the pictures, the financial information, you're really only gonna go into a year if you're looking for information that was specific to that year. So I do like to keep folders under my name for my budget and taxes and things like that by year so that I know what year the information's related to. But other than that, I really don't have that much other storage or um, organization tips for my computer because I honestly don't really use it for that much else. It's pretty much just photos and then um, doing like my checking and, and financial stuff. So not much more to say on that topic. Um, emails, of course. Uh, emails are always challenging. Um, regularly deleting emails that you no longer no longer need is really helpful because even if you don't have um, a lot of emails that you're looking through, it can just kind of feel like overwhelming seeing such an enormous amount of emails in an inbox. So um, just kind of regularly deleting them will will keep that number of emails down and kind of help you not want to avoid going in there if you do have some things that you need to respond to or you don't want to miss emails that might come in that are important and of course it also helps save storage too you can also create folders um, within your email to to save information based on topics or projects or priorities i don't do that for my personal emails but i definitely do it for work and it really helps when i need to locate an email about a certain topic and at work um, i kind of do it by year and I'm, I'm in finance so pretty much I work for a, a corporation so I'm in like I'm not in public accounting I'm in private accounting so um, 
basically everything is around either audit or budget. I go from audit to budget, audit to budget. That's my life cycle at work. So what I do is I create a year for each audit year and then I create a year for each budget year because the things that are related to the audit or the budget are very specific to that year. And once I have an item file that's related to a certain year audit, it's very unlikely that I would ever need to refer back to that unless I was specifically looking for something related to that audit. So it helps me keep things kind of consolidated and then I don't need to have information in other folders that's not gonna be relevant in the future. So that's kind of how I do it. So I definitely do folders um, for work to organize in certain ways, but um, I don't do it for my personal. I pretty much just have everything in my inbox if I need it and I just delete what I don't need because I don't usually really need, have any emails that I really need to keep um, for any reason for long term. The one thing I do with my emails though is um, on the iPhone, it has a VIP feature in the mail app. So like you can identify a sender as a VIP. And I really like to do that for, um, for vacations. I did do it with my kids. Um, if I knew like a teacher was going to be emailing me or something like that, I would um, highlight, the t- you know, highlight the teacher's email and like add it to VIP that way. It puts it in a separate folder and you can just quickly see those emails without having to sort through like if you're getting a ton of junk email and things like that like I do so you won't miss something important. But I really love using it for vacations because if I get like a confirmation email for like an attraction or a reservation or anything, as soon as I get it, I immediately add that sender to my VIP and then it stays right in there. So like if we get to a vacation and I have to pull up an email that had like tickets for an event, I could just go right into that VIP folder. It's right there. I don't have to sort through emails or search or anything like that. So that's something that I do really um, like to use in the email. And then of course there's always the tip of deleting um, or unsubscribing um, to emails that you don't need or want anymore. I'm sorry, but I have tried this. It doesn't work for me. I feel like I've spent so much time unsubscribing and unsubscribing and I don't feel like my emails ever get any less. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but it definitely might be a good idea if it actually works. I don't know if, if, if others are getting replaced or if the ones that I unsubscribe to we're still sending them but I, I I just get such an enormous number of emails and I can't seem to get it down so maybe one day I will get that in order and then of course also time spent checking emails it definitely can be a good idea to try and allocate a certain time slot to go through and respond to emails rather than constantly checking your inbox and responding throughout the day because it can be very um, distracting to do that and it can also kind of put um, you know, little things in the back of your mind that you're thinking of if you didn't respond to emails, if you just check them throughout the day, but then you're not responding because in, in the back of your mind, you're thinking about these emails that you have to respond to and that can be distracting also. So it definitely can be a good idea to just try to um, have a set time or two times, you know, maybe in the morning, maybe in the night, or maybe even like morning, afternoon, night, just whatever more. It's more kind of depending on how many emails you receive that need responding to. Um, you know, it can definitely be good to have a set time to take care of that. Mobile phones, of course, is definitely somewhere we could simplify in our digital life. Um, a A suggestion is definitely to turn off notifications for social media apps so that it can not be interrupting and distracting you so much. I like to keep notifications off for all apps with the exception of specific reminders that I need to see that remind me of time-sensitive tasks that I need to do. 
Like, for example, I will forget to take the garbage out on whatever night our garbage night is if I don't see the reminder that goes off to remind me to take the garbage out. So something like that, I want the notification because I'll see it and be like, okay, yeah, let me go take care of that right now. But I do not need to know if someone tagged me in a photo on Facebook or if someone liked my Instagram post or any of that type of information. It's not urgent. It's not super important. So I try to keep the notifications very minimal and only on the things that I really truly need to see. Um, I also like to file my apps on my phone into certain folders. Um, So like for example, I have a folder that says productivity. So in that folder on my phone, I have in there any time blocking apps or reminder apps or to-do list apps. Like anything that has to do with productivity, time blocking, to-do list, anything like that is in that productivity folder. And it's kind of helpful too because if I go into that folder, I can see all of those apps. So it might remind me like, oh yeah, let me take a look at this app that I had that I had a list of things that I needed to do. It's all focused around things that I need to do in that folder. Then I have one that's called groceries. And in that folder, I have my grocery list app, my meal planning app. I have Instacart, BJ's, Stop and Shop, um, any apps that are related to meal planning, grocery lists, or grocery pickups. Then I have a fitness folder, which is basically like any workout apps I have. I have the health app in there from the iPhone, like the one that just comes standard. So anything related to like health or fitness, I have in the fitness folder. I have one for books. Um, In that, I have the Libby app, I have the Kindle app, I have the Goodreads app, I have the Audible app. I don't really use Audible, but I had gotten a free trial at one point and I I just have it in there. But anything related to books goes in there. Then I also have a shopping one that has like uh, the Kohl's app, the Chewy.com app, Target, eBay, Etsy, all that kind of stuff. And then I have a banking folder um, where I have a link to my um, bank for my checking account. I have links to my credit card. I have um, a link to my retirement account. So anything related to like banking or finances is in that folder. So, and all of those folders are on my home screen. So it just kind of helps me focus to go to exactly what the intended action was that I wanted to do when I picked up my phone, um, rather than kind of like having to flip through. I mean, I know you could search too and just go to an app too, but I just find it easier to have them right there. If I'm looking at something for banking, I just click on banking, I click on my bank for my checking and I could just do what I need to do without getting distracted by other things. And then another, um, you know, just very minor, obvious, kind of obvious tip is to just, you know, maybe look and see what other apps you might have in your phone that you don't need um, and just delete them because it can definitely help reduce distractions if you don't have so many apps on your phone that you don't need and that can help you improve your focus. Then another area we can simplify is social media. So, of course, um, you can set time limits. The phone has um, built-in features to set time limits for apps. Um, You know, it can help you manage your time so that you're not spending too much time on social media. But I do have to admit, one time I set a time limit for Facebook, and I would just ignore it after a while. If I just felt like, oh, I wasn't really on there that long, and I would just hit, like, let me in anyway, or whatever the thing was that you would click. So you kind of have to know what works for you. I found that with me, I needed to just be like, no, I'm not going on during these times. Like Instagram, when I first got Instagram for the podcast, I was like obsessed with checking it because I wanted to get more followers. I was hoping I could grow the show by like posting more on Instagram and whatever. I am just not good at growing social media accounts. I 
been trying. Like I did Instagram. I'm on threads now. I tried some YouTube. YouTube, I know, just is not a good platform for um, this type of just like audio. Um, but I'm, I'm actually going to try something new on there, which is going to be like trying to do some cooking, cooking videos, just kind of like videos of me cooking some of the meals that are in my meal plan. But either way, my point is that when I first got Instagram, I was like obsessed with seeing if I could grow followers on there. So I found that I was like constantly checking it like at so many times throughout the day. So then I finally just said, I'm checking it. I can check it in the morning. I can check it at lunchtime and then I can check it like in the evening, but I cannot be checking it all throughout the day. And for me, that really worked because if I knew it was like a hard rule, I would kind of, I'm I'm kind of like a rule follower like that. So I'd be like, if I can't check it till lunch, I will wait till lunch to check it. So having the little time uh, limit pop up to say I've already used my time um, didn't help me, but setting like defined times and rules specifically that I had to follow that did help me. So like I said, it's really all about, you know, what, what, you know, might work for you. So, um, but, and, and, you know, of course, just be mindful of your usage. Um, just think about how social media makes you feel and its impact on, you know, your life. It can kind of definitely make me feel kind of crappy sometimes, not because of anything I see. I'm not really the type to see what others have or, or, you know, or whatever and kind of feel bad about anything. I'm pretty well balanced in that way, but it can just kind of make me feel like gross, like because of how much time I literally just spent staring, scrolling. It's not about like what I'm seeing or anything negative like that. It's more just like, I'm like, why did I need to just scroll through and read what everyone's favorite Disney ride was for like the last 15 minutes or what their comments were on the best place to get some type of food? You know what I mean? It's just kind of like it bothers me in that way more that like I just wasted so much time on completely useless information that I probably didn't even care that much to know. And instead of like doing other things that I would value much more with my time, you know, using my time for. So just kind of think about it that way and just make sure you don't fall into, you know, spending a lot of time on there because it's so easy for that to to happen. And then the last thing um, just to think about with simplifying your digital life is to definitely have some type of um, setup to um, back up your photos and important files. It can be really stressful knowing that you have information that could be lost at any time if something was going to happen or if something were to happen to one of your devices. Even if you have a backup system that's not real time, it can be really time consuming to make sure you keep it as up to date as possible. And then if you do need to back up that data and it wasn't close to real time, it can be really difficult to figure out what info is missing based on the last backup date. And it can be even more difficult to try to recreate that info that was lost. So I personally use a service called Carbonite. Um, there definitely, I'm sure, is a million other programs that are similar like that. That just happens to be the one that we found at that time when we were looking for something. But it basically continually backs up all of the files on our computer as long as we're connected to the internet. So we always have like a real time backup of all of our computer files. Um, Like I said, I'm sure there's other similar service like that, but it's just great to not have to spend any time 
thinking about backing up your computer and just knowing that that's taken care of. So that might be something to think about. And then for our phones, we have our, our iPhone set to automatically back up to the cloud. And I actually do pay $10 a month extra for extra storage because my whole family is on the same plan. And for us, it's worth it because there was a time when we ran out of cloud storage and we didn't realize. And then like one of my kids, um, stuff wasn't backed up and then they their phone had to get replaced and they lost all these photos and it was just kind of like stressful and upsetting so we pay the extra ten dollars there's more than enough space for all of our phones to back up and it just kind of makes that um easier on us because we don't have to worry about you know if our information is backed up or not it just automatically backs up so that's it for today's topic i hope you found something in here useful to help you simplify your digital life Again, I thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next week. So thank you for checking in for this podcast episode and don't forget you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife and you can find a blog post for most of my episodes and definitely all of my meal plan episodes at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see you're listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, those ratings and reviews are what help the show come up better in search results so that other people can find this podcast. So that will really help me in growing my audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day.